Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And let's face it, when it comes to uh, all of our business is uh, transportation, how goods get from point A to point B. And there's a, been a lot going on in that space. In fact, a lot of the economic woes we have had as a country in the last few years have been supply chain related. And, and really, the circulatory uh, system of supply chain is trucking and trains and other forms of transportation. So this story this week uh, that's come out about Yellow uh, Truck Company uh, going out of business is really quite shocking, kind of almost earth-shattering when you look at the uh, history of the company. The impact, uh, we're talking 30,000-plus jobs uh, being affected. I, I'm really delighted to have a, on the program Julian Mark to talk about this. He is a journalist with The Washington Post. Any long-term listener of this program knows I've, I've been doing a series now for growing on, and it's really over a year now, uh, with reporters from the Washington Post. It's one of my favorite series I do, and I do a lot of different series here on my program. Uh, I really love talking to uh, Post reporters because, really, they're one of only, literally, in my opinion, three publications that have provide the type of depth and breadth that they provide. Uh, really, them, the New York Times, and the Wall Street Journal. Um, everyone else, I'm afraid, is almost also rants. And I don't agree with them all the time. I like to say this to my listeners because my listeners know, uh, Julian, I'm, I'm right of center, really, on most issues. Um, but I'm a big boy, and I can read opinion that differs with mine and relish the fact that I'm getting tremendous value from the information. And, uh, I, and often my views need to be challenged because – even though I'm comfortable in my views, doesn't mean I know everything. So uh, I think that's important, too. too. So, Julian, love your work. Love the work of the Post. Thanks for being with us. Why don't you go ahead and set the stage with our topic here? Uh, yeah, thanks Thanks for having me. Yes. Um, yeah, so um, earlier this week, um, Yellow, uh, formerly known as YRC, a very long business, um, you know, a long-running business, um, uh, ceased operations, um, meaning that um, 30,000 uh, workers are um, uh, out of the job. Um, and uh, right now, um, I think we're, you know, expecting the company to file for bankruptcy and, and you know, whether or not that will happen, uh, you know, which route uh, the company will take uh, in bankruptcy court remains to be seen. Yeah, and I jumped the gun. They haven't formally done that, but you don't stop operations unless you're going to file for some form of uh, bankruptcy. You know, I'm hoping, you know, I'm a sentimental kind of guy, that they figure out a restructuring uh, deal, but they could be done. Uh, yes, they could be done. It, it doesn't look very good for them. Their uh, debt burden is massive. Um, it uh, is uh, many, many times uh, the company's uh, market cap, um, and um, you know, there are various, uh, you know, there are various creditors, secured creditors, uh, that, uh, including uh, the U.S. government. Yeah. And roughly, I believe your article said roughly two-thirds of the employees are unionized employees. And again, of course, uh, a lot of uh, the current conservative economists are going to talk about the inflexibility of the unions uh, leading to the demise to this once iconic brand in trucking. Right, yeah. You know, the Teamsters, um, you know, represent around 22,000 um, uh, yellow employees or represented them. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a complicated story. You know, the, 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 the relationship between um, the company and uh, the union 
um, has been pretty fraught, especially, um, you know, as the, the way I understand, the way uh, analysts understand is that, um, you know, the company, um, having made a few very expensive acquisitions in the early 2000s, um, you know, didn't fail to, you know, properly integrate those into its business. And um, that sort of left it with um, some financial struggles that forced um, the union to have to make concessions on wages and benefits. And, um, you know, you know, that, that left things pretty uneasy between them. And so when things, when time came around to, uh, uh, you know, for the union to, you know, approve a, a deal to restructure that debt, you know, they, the union was uh, unwilling to budge. That's, and that's the way, uh, yeah, that's the way I understand it. Yeah, they'd rather be unemployed. <laughs> right. And I guess this is, you know, one of those tactics that you do. Okay, we're going to pursue employment and see who blinks, right? Right. Right, 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 yeah. So do you, uh, do you talk a little bit about uh, the potential macro impact? Um, you know, on, on one level, 33000 doesn't seem like a lot. On the other hand, it wasn't that long ago where we just simply couldn't get things from point A to point B. And it would seem like a 30,000-plus employee company in this space was pretty important. Talk about that whole dynamic. Yeah, I mean – you know, the loss of any major player in an industry is going to leave a hole. And I think that, you know, in conversations with analysts, it sounds like, um, you know, this will, uh, you know, probably result in higher prices um, and it will have a disruptive effect on the industry, but it's not going to, you know, be, you know, as earth shattering as uh, say the supply chain um, turmoil that happened during, you know, the thick of the, uh, the uh, the pandemic uh, in you know in 20, 2020 and twenty twenty one. So I think that you know it's going to be uh, you know I, I think you know you might see higher prices, um, but but probably uh, but probably not uh, but probably not turmoil. Um, I'll add yeah. though that you know this comes in the backdrop of um, you know a pretty tough job market for truckers, and um, so. You know, thirty. You know, in, granted that not all thirty thousand are, are truckers, but um, you know, it's we're in the we're in the midst of uh, you know, uh, you know, where where truckers some truckers are having uh, you know uh, not making as much money, having trouble finding a little bit of work, and um, and so you know, uh, you know, many truckers, you know, looking for work in the market might it might be a tough time for them. So you're saying it's more of a employment problem for individual truckers than it will be in terms of getting products from point A to point B. That is, has become much more robust, I'm assuming, and I have yeah. to include based on your analysis. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, there's been, there's just, I guess what I'm saying is there's, there's a little less demand, uh, you know, for uh, supply chains are moving quickly, and, uh, you know, now that pre-pandemic habits have dropped, um, you know, there's a little less demand for, um, you know, for, you know, for shipping. Interesting. Talk a little bit about, uh, I mean, this is really weird. In fact, I, you know, I, as I read the article, which was an excellent article, uh, congratulations. In fact, I like, I like a lot of your work. Whenever I have one of these, one of your reporters on from uh, the post, I not only look at what story we're going to discuss today, but at some of your other work. I really like your work uh, and glad you're able Thank to you. talk about it. But it was interesting Thank seeing you. the picture. You know, it's like, my God, that's exactly like the truck looked when I was a little kid. And I'd see him going down the major streets, you know, growing up as a kid yeah. in Michigan. I mean, it's amazing how uh, 
really how, how a big part of one's psyche uh, something like that could be. Yeah, yeah, um, it's definitely, uh, yeah, it's definitely a company that's, that, that seems to be, you know, sort of part of this country. And uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely uh, feels, you know, like they're ubiquitous. And whenever something disappears like that, it, it always is, you know, a little jarring. Yeah, very iconic. So wh- what about the ripple effects? What ripple effects are you predicting or are potentially predicting as a result? Well, you know, I, I think I mentioned them. I mean, ba- basically, you know, we might you might see higher shipping prices, and um, you know, this this comes you know in the backdrop of a pretty tough um, you know uh, you know market uh, for you know for for truckers. Um, but I, I think you know I think what you know is interesting about this story um, you know are questions surrounding uh, a seven hundred million dollar loan the company received. Um, you know, amid the pandemic and, um, you know, how exactly the government is going to, you know, recoup that money. And it's unclear if, you know, if the government is going to get much of it. Yeah, there's a whole lot of that, though, isn't there? Not just this company. Yeah, not just this company. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of, um, you know, there were a lot of (laughs) uh, uh, loans made under the the CARES Act and a lot of money uh, given out of the CARES Act that, you know, that, um, you know, probably not the government's probably not going to see back but you know just the circumstances of this loan i think were you know <clears throat> were pretty interesting it seems like um you know it was imp- it was it, w- it was approved despite the company's uh poor health um it had a very low credit rating um and it had a considerable debt burden and i think that there were signs that you know the company probably would not be able to uh you know uh there were signs that you know should should the company go belly up uh that you know, that that money uh, would result in a loss for taxpayers. Yeah, it, it's OPM, right? Other people's money on steroids in a very unique way only governments can do because ultimately there are no uh, stakeholders in a traditional sense, right? No, no one making right. these loans is losing any money. Uh, it's, it's future generations, it's taxpayers, it's, yeah, it's all very sickening. In fact, I literally feel nauseous as we talk about it. Wrapping it up, one more question. Is this unique to uh, this particular company, or is there something here that uh, people should be watching for the trucking industry in general? No, I mean, you know, the trucking industry is, you know, is, as I mentioned, you know, in the midst of a bit of a recession. But um, I think that, you know, what was very unique to this company was its was its poor health and uh, and its, you know, Right now, it kind of has all the telltale signs of a of a company in the death rows, with you know people its stock rights uh, stock price actually rising, um, you know, likely because of um, uh, you know retail mean stock traders, um, and you know of course um, a, a probable uh, bankruptcies, and and you know just just in in looking at the company's history over um, over the last. Um, you know, over the last 15 years, um, you kind of really just see that, you know, that it was a company in decline. And the government loan that I mentioned earlier, um, you know, infused it with, um, you know, a bit of life, but it seemed to have burned through that cash. And, um, and so um, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that this is probably specific to this company. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Jerry and Mark, thanks so much for being with us. I want to mention to the uh, listener, we will have a link to the article over at priceofbusiness.com, and I encourage people to check it out. I, you know, one of the things that, that uh, caught my eye in the reading uh, of your article 
that the, the, the one thing the federal government did get was a 30% stake in the company as a way for covering the loan. And uh, now that, in about a buck fifty, will get you a cup of coffee. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, you know, in the bankruptcy process, equity holders typically come last. And, you know, that, that, that state could be absolutely worthless uh, throughout the process. So, yeah. yeah. And again, the kind of decision making that only government can, air quotes, afford to make. Thanks so much for being with us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. I'm Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.